You are listening to South Florida Sunday, and our next guest is here to uh, get us up to date on what's going on with November being Alzheimer's Awareness Month from Tenet Health, the neurologist and medical director of the Memory Disorder Clinic for St. Mary's Medical Center. Uh, Dr. Arith Dalvi is with us. Dr. Dalvi, thanks for being on South Florida Sunday. Thank you for having me on. So tell us about um, Alzheimer's. I guess the, play, the best place to start is the, the signs and symptoms of someone who may be, uh, uh, you know, I guess, I guess the, the early signs of uh, onset of Alzheimer's. Certainly. Uh, Alzheimer's disease belongs to a group of conditions that are called dementias. Uh, about 70% of all dementias uh, are related to Alzheimer's disease. There are other forms of dementia. For example, you can have dementia secondary to Parkinson's disease or secondary to diffuse Lewy body disease and many other unusual forms of dementia. There are also some dementias that result as, uh, you know, as one grows older, there are small strokes that happen in the brain uh, without even having symptoms. And as these accumulate, these can lead to trouble with memory uh, and, and can present as a dementia. So, again, the bulk of dementia, 70% is Alzheimer's disease. In terms of the signs and symptoms, obviously memory loss is the main one that people uh, consider. It can present in early years as just a little difficulty with word finding or uh, remembering a name. But as it progresses, it starts to affect activities of daily living. People start to forget uh, tasks at work or people start to forget appointments and, and so on. And then other issues can also crop up in addition to the memory trouble, for example, difficulties uh, with behavior. Uh, as, as the disease progresses in later stages, you can have agitation or hallucinations as part of the presentation. Uh, some patients may have what is called a sundowning. As uh, you head towards the twilight hours of the day, patients become more agitated. So there's a whole range of symptoms, which is why it's important to be evaluated by a neurologist who specializes in these conditions uh, so that you can have an accurate diagnosis and a plan for treatment can be laid out. Is there a, a family history type of uh, uh, element to Alzheimer's disease? Uh, we know a lot of times heart disease tends to travel from uh, generation to generation in families. Is that the case with Alzheimer's as well? There is a subset of Alzheimer's disease that runs in families and is related to specific genetic mutations like the presenilin mutation. In fact, the original patient uh, that Alois Alzheimer described in the 1900s uh, had a genetic component to her condition. But in the majority of cases, Alzheimer's may not necessarily run in families, uh, although having a family member with Alzheimer's certainly raises your uh, risk for Alzheimer's by a modest extent. There are certain genetic factors related to the APOE gene that are considered as risk factors, but it does not mean that if you have that gene, it is inherited uh, in, in a one generation to the next fashion in the autosomal dominant or autosomal recessive fashion. Is there any way to prevent the onset of Alzheimer's disease? Is there some things that folks can do throughout their life to avoid uh, having a risk of Alzheimer's disease? 
so in general, if you look at dementias as a whole and including Alzheimer's disease, there are a number of things you can do with regard to lifestyle changes that are important in, at the very minimum, delaying the onset of Alzheimer's. So, for example, instead of you developing Alzheimer's in your 70s, you might develop it in your 90s. Uh, the, the main risk factors that have been isolated, one very important one is good control of your blood pressure, so making sure your blood pressure is well controlled. Uh, avoiding smoking is very important because that damages blood vessels in the brain uh, as well, and it can bring out dementias much sooner than if you did not smoke at all. And I would include uh, vaping or other kinds of smoking in this category as well. Uh, the other major, major lifestyle change that all of us uh, can and should be doing is physical exercise because this not only improves the blood flow to the brain, but it can also actually cause release of nerve growth factors in the brain that support your brain neurons and can delay the onset of uh, Alzheimer's. One simple thing that uh, people in their 50s, 60s, 70s should look into is getting their hearing checked because one out of every nine dementias is associated with age-related loss of hearing. So if you can identify that and get that treated quickly, that is uh, very important. One thing we do in our practice is we screen for reversible causes of dementia. So these are causes that we can diagnose based on blood tests, we look for hormonal imbalances. We look for uh, vitamin deficits. And uh, if these are isolated and treated, this can, again, uh, delay the onset of uh, dementia. And finally, you know, just like with muscles, uh, use it or lose it, uh, same is true for the brain. So engaging in cognitive exercises, whatever it is that you enjoy, whether it is chess or bridge or mahjong or solving crossword puzzles or Sudoku, Keeping the brain active is very helpful. Uh, learning a new language, even if it is a few phrases, learning uh, to play, uh, you know, uh, twinkle, twinkle, little star on the piano, something new, something that challenges your brain, all of this can be very helpful. And what about treatments? Have we made some advancements, uh, say, let's say in, in your time uh, as a neurologist, have you seen advancements in the treatment of Alzheimer's? How are we doing with that? So there are two classes of drugs that are used to treat Alzheimer's. Uh, one class of drugs raises the level of acetylcholine in the brain, which as you have Alzheimer's, uh, it, it tends to decline. And the second class blocks a system in the brain called glutamate. So uh, these are drugs uh, like Aricept and Memantine uh, that can be used to uh, treat dementia, particularly Alzheimer's dementia. Uh, there have been literally billions of dollars spent on clinical research uh, into Alzheimer's disease, and unfortunately, thus far, uh, we haven't had uh, you know a, a single drug that can be shown to slow down or reverse the progression of Alzheimer's disease. Uh, there, uh, there was uh, some effort at one of the newer drugs called aducamab at slowing disease progression, but just recently the FDA has looked at it and based on the data from the research studies, it seems unlikely that it will meet FDA approval. So still a lot of work remains to be done. It might be that uh, we're diagnosing patients and enrolling them in clinical trials a little too late for these drugs to show effectiveness, 
or it might be that the hypothesis on which a lot of these drugs are based, uh, which is the amyloid hypothesis, might not be a full explanation of Alzheimer's. So there's a lot of work to be done. One word of caution, you will see a lot of things on television and uh, in magazines and the like uh, with certain uh, nutritional products that are supposed to improve your memory. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, right at the end of those uh, ads, you will see a a disclaimer that says this drug has not been shown to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease. Uh, There's a lot of these uh, anecdotal-based drugs that you should avoid because really uh, there is no... uh, proper scientific evidence for for these drugs. Well, uh, Dr. Dalvi, I want to thank you so much for being on South Florida Sunday with us and uh, reminding all of our listeners that November is Alzheimer's Awareness Month, getting folks up to date on what's going on with treatment and, of course, uh, an attempt at prevention. And we thank you for all the great work that you're doing uh, over at the Memory Disorder Clinic at St. Mary's Medical Center. Thanks again for being with us today on South Florida Sunday. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much.